going on, everybody? It's your boy, Rail, back with another review, man. Yo, this is Sons of Anarchy, Season 2, Episode 11. Now, before I get into this review, okay, I must retract my earlier statement <laughs> in the last Sons video. My dumbass said that Tig, not Tig, Chips did the right thing. He finally took the deal with Stahl. She, I felt that she offered Jax a hell of a deal. The whole immunity, flipping on the Irish. He dubbed it. He knew something that I didn't know. Jax is in the life, so he just is more educated than me. I just, I was like, why you gotta make it so difficult? Get rid of this Irish gun connect. You don't need him. Okay? And then... Chibs finally comes through. He's tired. This motherfucker's threatening his ex-wife, who he snatched. Jimmy O threatened his life, threatened to smash his daughter. I'm like, okay, line drawn in the sand. So when he came out, I'm like, yeah, somebody finally took Stahl's deal to take these motherfuckers down. However, God, were we wrong. Stahl played Chibs like a fucking, uh, what's an easy instrument? Like a goddamn ukulele. Is that easy? No, what instrument could I play right now, like, with no... A keyboard. No. Ooh, a recorder. <laughs> uh, he played, she played like a fucking recorder. What's that, what's that song that we all had to learn in high school? Sticks and bones, or bones and... God damn, what's the name of that? Sweet Chop Bones? No. What? Oh my God, get in the comments. I know it's one song that we all had to learn. It was like a rites of passage, yo. I know this goes across color, culture. Everybody, if you've attended in high school or elementary school in the United States, you had to learn this song in your music class. It's like the Bones, Sweet, Sticky, I don't know, fuck it. But that's how she played him, like a recorder, easily. Because he comes in, and she's like, yeah, so you're good on this, and we can protect them. But as far as the club's immunity and getting them out of that jam where they almost shot up a church group, a church group, a little church meeting, yeah, we're not going to be able to do that. I don't feel like it. And Jim's like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm not doing nothing else then. That's it. This deal is off the table. You get no more help from me. However, she had him by the balls, which I did not, I, my, I didn't see it coming. I didn't understand. But yes, when she laid it all out, I said, God damn it, Chibs, we gave her too much. We snitched too much. We gave her the son who was soft as hell, who was going to be an easy flip. So once you got the son, you got the father by proxy, who knows everything, and then it's just making a deal with uh, the sons and the, and the father, and getting what they need. Who gives the shit what Chibs need? We got what we need. We got the end on Jimmy O. Chibs don't know Jimmy O's uh, personal business, like them two would. So she got everything she needed to move forward without him. So the club is still jammed up. We are yet again still fucked and facing these charges and facing prison. 
So, yeah. Sorry, guys. Me and Chibs is just out here looking dumb, right? But outside of that, right, because Rel be wrong, see? How many people going to come on screen and start off with, I was wrong? Okay, not many, but I'm here. I stand accountable. I stand on my shit. I'm doing it. Now, this episode was a wild one. I mean, the I just I want to get right into this Tig shit. Tig kicked it off for a lot of things. Okay, first, Jax comes back, tells the group, "Hey, I'm not leaving. This is what happened to my mother." Right? The R word. Uh, you know, I it's just a nasty word to say. So the club is like, "What the fuck? Oh yeah, we're gonna murder everybody." Clear consensus disregard that nomad bullshit okay so we're all on board and we're tight again okay we all got a single purpose cool tig however i don't know something is truly wrong with this man and Gemma is different that whole first off it was the nastiest flirting that i've seen those two is it just me or does Tig and Gemma could resemble each other? <laughs> like, if Tig was a woman, he'd be close to looking like Gemma. And if Gemma was a man, she'd probably resemble... Like, they look like brother and sister. So that... I don't know where I got that from. If you look at it again, with that mindset, you're going to be a little skeeved out. Okay? So, there's that. Then they doing this sick flirtatious... Oh, let me bend over and get this. And he's sniffing the cooch. You know, it's a tick. It's in tick fashion. Okay, that's that's going. Okay. But what drove them to this insatiable, we're about to smash? And did they? Did he get a few strokes in? Did he stop? And then he came to his senses like, wait, what the fuck? And now Jim was like, oh, shit, he's not doing this. Let me stop now. Now I'm in trouble. Because is he going to go tail? She's just like, I don't know what the fuck. And I'm sitting there like, why what is happening when does like i don't know i don't know how trauma works but it exposes itself in a very nasty way i mean granted this is on the lower end of shocking i don't i'm i don't know if nothing's gonna beat uh jacks and tara fucking while a dead agent is like bleeding out on her carpet right next to them that is the most underrated, under-discussed, wild-ass shit on television. Like, that's that's that broke Rail's nasty meter. Like, I have a nasty meter. That just that's off the Richter scale. This light nasty, okay? Because Tig is 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 the caveman's like right hand man, the most trustworthy, and Jim was supposed to be his rock. And these two doing this, I just I don't know. But this incident broke Tig. He was like, what the fuck? Because this is like, this is Clay's boyfriend for all intents purposes. <laughs> you know, they got that bromance. So he just broke. After almost smashing his best friend's girl, wife, not just girl, wife. And damn near pseudo leader to the club. Let's, get, let's keep it a buck. Jim was like, co-leader. Let's not be fooled here. And... He sees Opie, and he's like, fuck it. I'm about to crash out. I, deserve, I I think when he 
was about to fuck Gemma and how far they went, he needed to be punished. I'm thinking that's how he felt. And he would have preferred to tell Clay, I believe, and let Clay dish out that punishment so that he could feel complete. But he didn't want to implicate Gemma in his bullshit, so he had to find a way to be punished. Some, you know, what they call it? Sadomachism? I don't know these words. But he wanted to be punished. And so he decides to blow up the biggest secret we've been holding on to for fucking, what, 11 episodes now? At this point, you know, he just said, I'm just going to blow the lid off. Fuck it. And then he comes to Opie, which I think was genius. I'm not going to lie. That was an excellent opening for I Shot Your Wife, right? Tig looks at Opie and says, why wasn't you driving that truck that night? And Opie is looking at him like, wait, what? What are you talking about? Yeah, that night that that, that uh, your wife was driving the car, why wasn't you in that truck? And it's almost like this unspoken. Opie's like, wait, what the fuck are you saying? And then the way he looked at him, and it was an unspoken, holy shit. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of uh, Good Will Hunting. When he kept looking at uh, Matt Damon, was like, it's not your fault. Rest in, ple- rest in peace, Robin Williams. When he just looked at him, was like, it's not your fault. He was like, oh, what the fuck are you talking about? It's not your fault. Oh, that's not my fault. No, that's not my fault. It's not your fault. What do you mean? I it. What? No, shut up. It's not your fault. <laughs> and it's just tears. Like, that's what it reminded me of. Like, just that is unspoken. I know exactly what you're telling me, you motherfucker. And Opie sees red and is destroying Tig. Now he's like, who knows? He knows Clay sanctioned it. And then Tig sends him on the path of stall. Like, hey man, Clay had me do it, but it's not Clay's fault. Stall put money in your account, said you were snitching. She covered all her bases to make it look like you was turning on us, bro. And we came to take you out. Donna was, it was not meant to be. It was all stall. I had to. I can't let you roll around like this. I can't let you be buddy-buddy with Clay. Oh, shit. Oh, wait a minute, guys. I think I just stumbled on something. Is it a possibility? Listen to this question. This is this is something I want y'all, this is a good discussion. Do you think that Tig, of uh, in his selfless act was not so selfless maybe his wanting to be punished was not to not for penance maybe tig saw that opie and clay were getting too close just too close right and him and tig's trying to smash Gemma. don't know where that's gonna happen he wants nobody to be closer to clay than he is now and he figures if he blows up the relationship between opie and clay that'll be harder to mend and tig will be able to take all the blame for clay then bring him closer to clay because he fucked him over without clay knowing i think so i think everything tig did was selfish blowing up the blowing up the whole scene and now 
You see Piney, who already knew about it, fucking totally disgusted with Clay. It's all out in the open. Bobby's like, are you fucking shitting me? Everybody is just like, no. And Bobby, and then I love that conversation between Bobby and Clay, where Bobby just lays it out for him. Bruh. If this gets out that one of the founding nine put a hit out on one of the brothers and ends up killing his wife, that's bad PR, my guy. Nobody is going to be on your side. Nobody. And he's right. I didn't even think about the consequences outside of Charming. Clay seems to hold a lot of respect amongst a lot of the chart. I don't know if there's uh, some of the nine remaining they don't show us everybody. We don't know. But he garners a lot of respect. He goes in. You remember, we saw the episode where he just took a, a random gang and was like, yeah, you sons now. Hey. And they bar got shot up. They admit, immediately got put into war. And he has contact to the different charters. And he it's like they, he puts a phone call and boom, they show up. They call Jax the prince, which would mean Clay is the king. And he's not just the king of charming. He's got this. So to find out that the king murdered one of the brothers' wives, left them without, left his their children without a mother because of some he say, she say shit. Where will Clay's respect end up then? And is all of a sudden like Bobby's right then and there just laying out the facts, just blew Clay's peanut brain. He just was like, oh, you know, when you say it out loud like that, Bobby, it stings. But, like, there's context that's missing, Bobby. Like, it was this and this. It's just like, oh, he's like, this is a shit show. So now it's like, bruh, I don't know how you're going to make this good with Opie, but you're going to have to figure something out. Because if this fucking gets out, now Opie and all this, I don't know. He's an enigma to me. Opie is, you know, I love Opie to death. Just always wanted to do the right thing. Just a solid individual. Delight, you know, um, he's dumb, but it's the dumb you like. You feel me? It's like a dumb where you're like, oh, it's my friend. It's my dumb friend. Love him. Just a big dumb bear. Slap, slap. <laughs> Dewey. Yeah, but that's a semi-pro reference. I know, over your head. You got to be a Will Ferrell fan. Anyway, um, Opie, this one. Also, outside of Tig, Opie's arc really shocked the shit out of me. So beating up Tig on par, that's what I expect. Then when he finds out who the true culprit is, he's like, all right, I'm on laser focus. I'm finna go fucking murder stall. Where that bitch at? Okay, fair enough. These are all the things I expect Opie to do. Checks in with Jax. Jax lets him know, yeah, man, it wasn't going to serve nobody no good. I was looking out for the best of the club. I, it's just, it is what it is, bro. But Opie somehow looked at Jax, and instead of being mad at Jax, like I thought he would be, I thought he would just be like, fuck everybody. I mean, look at, what, look at how Donna leaving him ruined I, I mean it destroyed he he's still re, he, he's refiguring out who he is like he's still searching for who's opie who's opie the father and now he's getting into the dating game 
with the with the prostitute lady, not prostitute. Oh, God, put some respect on her name. With the porno lady, can't think of her name right now. And which I also think might be the reason he didn't go so hard, cause he has looked like he's fallen in love, like he's found a new love, somebody there to help take out his children. Maybe he's on that path of getting shit together. You know what I mean? But he was very adult when he was talking to Jax. And it was almost like he wanted to apologize to Jax. But in a way he didn't, it was just kind of like, so you held this down. And all that shit I was talking about you, you just swallowed it. And Jax is just like, yeah, you know, you my guy. You're bro. Like, you pissed me off. You wasn't listening to me. But fuck it, man. I love you. They didn't say those words, but that's what it felt like. And it, there was no, you know, sorries, thank yous, none of that. So, boom. Obi's off to get stalled. Tracks her down. Sees Chibs coming out of the office after he tracked him to the little secret ATF office. Chibs comes out with his little paper, his little folder. Boom. His little snitch papers. And then <laughs> Obi's like, oh, no, what the fuck? Stall got another one. Another one bites the dust. Right? And Chibs looked like he just had a fresh fucking, because that's where just where he came from. Stall fucked that man proper. So, he wasn't feeling the best. And Opie caught him. And then called Stall. Ran down on the pistol to the face. I was like, oh yeah. Do it. I'm like, do it, Opie. Fuck her. She need to go. She just fucked Chibs over. She got Donna killed. It's It's time. I'm I'm signed up. And the fact that Opie did some... This is what's weird about Opie. He puts the gun to her head, threatens her, shares her, shares to her the pain that he felt and how she's responsible. And she had her little bravado going on. But it was breaking down quickly. You saw the tears coming. And then he was like, just remember, an outlaw, a bad guy, spared you. And he drops the mic and walks off. I didn't like that so much. I would have... What would I like to have seen? Instead of this whole holier-than-thou move by Opie. Like, who are... Now Opie's Mr. Benevolent? Like, out of nowhere, like, who is this dude? Like, you get what I'm saying? Who would have ever thought Opie would have been this benevolent uh, pacifist with the, oh, I, I will sacrifice and show you that there's a better way like opie what the fuck are you opie do we do we have to go down a list of shit have you even seen your kids mr benevolence you know so i I don't know (laughs) i don't know don't get me started it was so confusing what what i what would real have rather seen i don't know maybe okay let's keep that same talking to about how you fucked me over my wife i'm going to murder you right now until uh, and i would have got information from chibs about the chib situation and said you stay the fuck away i know how to get to you you next time you see me you won't see nothing else i would have liked for him to leave with a threat right a threat would have been nice okay if you're not gonna shoot her leave with a threat don't leave with the whole you know look what a bad guy could have did so who's the real bad guy between me and you stall huh how, you the one who got an innocent woman killed. I'm not finna kill no innocent woman, though. Opie out. And I was just like, no. 
And then Opie's benevolence left from stall to back to the table. Right? He looks at Clay, he looks at everybody in the face. And he goes, you know what? I'm pissed. But guess what? For the club, we're going to keep it here. I'm not going to talk about it anymore. Shit got handled. Fuck it. It is what it is. Clay, it's dead. Are we good with that? Clay's like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. The fucking the caveman perspiring. He's like, oh, yeah, shit. I was thinking we're going to have to murder you. I know that's what Clay was thinking. We Come on, guys. We all know what Clay's big <laughs> cover-up plan was after Bobby gave it to him. His next thought was kill kill uh try to kill opie again i mean that's the only place his brain could think oh this now we really gotta kill opie now we really gotta do it so yes opie gave clay an out takes it without a doubt but he requests that he say he saw chips the paperwork but he don't want nobody jumping to conclusions he's gonna come here he's gonna talk and we're gonna fucking believe him right you're not gonna make the same mistakes you made with me and that's exactly what Chibs did. Now, what I love the most about this episode, right? The OG, triple OG, Piney himself. This busted individual with the breathing tank rolls up to his ex-wife's crib, hit her with the, you know what? I was a piece of shit. It's not all your fault. Okay, you did the best you could, lady. Come here, give me some of them old lips. Let me get some of that kiss. Give me some sugar, Okay. Cause I'm about to go, I'm about to go die now. <laughs> he was just like, I was like, what the fuck is up with Piney? And she was confused and she was scared. She was like, is this nigga about to die? Cause Piney and her have a volatile relationship. They, we've never seen a good interaction between them two. And we know she left the whole state because of him. So the fact that he's coming here being all reasonable, being all semi loving. Yeah. Red flags. So now she's concerned, and I'm interested. I'm like, what the fuck is going on with Piney? Just to find out that at that same meeting, Piney roll up with the pistol with his old ass and misses. Bow, bow, bow. Right there. He could have fucking Abraham Lincoln his ass. Right at the theater. His head was right there. He could have just lifted his top. But his old ass missed. They tackled him. And... Yeah, that's when Opie was like, look, he's an old man. He was looking out for his son. You can understand that. Without the club, he got nothing. So, And at this point, Clay can't tell Opie no at all for nothing, at least not too early. So Opie gets a pass for his father's failed assassination tip of Clay, which I don't think it was that many people mad at it. Might be even comical. And the whole let's hear our chips thing. But what I love about him trying to assassinate Clay is the conversation between Piney and Clay. Like, where he, Clay go, don't do that shit again. And he's like, all right, we cool. I ain't going to try to kill you no more. We good. And then, and then Clay's like, don't you ever come in here again without your cut. He's like, all right, my bad. I left it at the crib. Because Piney don't wear the leather one. He get the blue jean one. He get to do what he want. He got the original nine joint. You know what I'm saying? So... I thought that was hilarious. Very, I mean, but Clay, come on. Um, what else did I find interesting in this episode? What else was popping? Oh, we see Unser with Hale. Unser finally goes and uh, gives Hale the final speech. Like, look, bro, you're a good dude. I suggest you stay out of this. And you know what? 
be a police officer. Do what's right in your heart. Consider yourself acting chief. I'm about to go help some friends out. These motherfuckers then took advantage of a of a girl I seen grow up in my in my you know in my town. We finna go get some revenge, and I'm fucking finna help them. So you police as you see fit. I I don't have no time to try to tell you you know friends are this and bending the laws that answer is done. Answer is done. He's been trying to explain how one devil is better than the other. You're gonna have one. Choose your poison. I'd prefer the this group of devils versus the white nationalists. He's been trying everything to teach Mr. You know, Robocop, Mr. By the Law, Hale. Like, look, all right? So he's just done. And Hale is in shock. He ain't even had no retort. You know, he usually has like a little smart response. Like, oh, you're going to help out your little biker criminal friends? Ah. But he was just like, holy shit. Hunter's really fucking fed up. And I get to, okay. And I think he respected that. And I don't see Hale uh, interjecting himself. Like, give Hunter this one. He deserves it. Give him this one. He's going to ride out for one. I mean, it's for Gemma. Um, what else? We find... Oh, Jax is also laying on... Um, what's his name? What's that man's name? The the head of the white nationalist. Can't think of his name right now. I'm blanking on names. But you know who I'm talking about. So the leader of the white guys <laughs> is uh, steady playing Rollins. He's like, hey, do you need me to come with you? He's like a little dog. He's like a little Aryan dog. Like, where you going? You leaving me? Like, I'm like, could you go walk this man? Could you pet Henry Rollin and walk him? So you show him some attention. Because he's going crazy. And he's got his other little boyfriend with him. Like, no, we got this. You know, and it's all because we know he keeps him out of it. Because Henry Rollins hates, and I, I just don't know your character's name, Henry. I know you're a guy that loves all nationalities of people. I'm not putting no smut on your name. You're a character in the show, okay? I don't know your name. I know your real name, sir. So that's what I'm saying. So don't be taking this. Don't nobody clip this talking about I'm calling Henry Rollins some type of <laughs> some type of uh, uh, nigger hater. <laughs> but, um, yes, his character hates people of color so much that he can't even see dude make a deal with him. Because he went to go meet with, uh, you know, El Padrino and discuss the terms of their deal. So they got a heroin gun distribution deal going on. Uh, favorable. Well, now they're 50-50 partners with the Mayans. And they about to take over the prisons, which is about to be a huge move. About to make the Mayans the, one of the most, no, the most dangerous. Yeah. They're going to be the winners. They're going to be the top uh biker gang because if they run into prisons and splitting it with the with with the Aryans and they got uh yeah everybody else is out they're gonna be top dogs and uh yeah oh also I find comical we y'all was all some of y'all was fighting me about that whole Chinese gun the Asian gun connect that came out the blue guess what guess what guys it was stupid because guess who didn't come through with the guns Oh, yeah, the Asians. They didn't have the guns. But Jimmy O comes and saves the day, gives Clay a bunch of guns because they're about to go to war. Like, load them up. Here you go, guys. Take some guns. We're back in business with each other. Let's do it. What do you know? Your newfound best friends, the Asians, who you didn't ever fuck with, 
didn't come through with the guns. I hate these business relationships in Sons of Anarchy. They are thin as that cheap-ass dollar store toilet paper. Like It's like Scott's. It's thin as Scott's tissue paper. You need to rip the shit out of that. You know, you try to wipe your ass with some Scott's, you know that finger going through, and you're going to be mad. You're going to be mad. <laughs> but yes, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But what it looks like is um, everybody's doing Intel. Finally, the Suns are doing Intel. Now they're following the feds. Now they're following the white nationalists. Now they're going to make an actual plan for once. So I'm expecting next episode to be some fireworks. It's got to. All right. Body's got to drop. We got to figure out something with Stahl now that she fucked uh, Chibs out this deal. So they got to figure out a way to get themselves from under that as well. So it should be good, though. But uh, yeah, I hope y'all enjoyed this uh, review. I got a lot of reviews coming. There's a lot of new shows, a lot of new content I want to do. So I won't forget my son's people. I'm going to be doing it. Game of Thrones, I'm going to do my best. But like I said, it's a lot. I'm just restarting the engine. But God damn it, I'm going to do my best. And with that, protect your health, yourself, your wealth. Your boy Rell is out of here, man. Peace. Yo, I know I don't need no introduction, but y'all know who it is, man. It's your boy, Hollywood Rail, And I appreciate you for sliding through and watching these videos. But you know what I need from you? All right, if you ain't already, I need you to like this and subscribe this, man. We at 1,000 trying to get to two, all right? Push it for your boy. Get them algorithms up. So when it come to that subscribe button...